Oh, welcome ladies, welcome gentlemen, young, old, new to the Sober Grand. Welcome, welcome to the Sober Grand. My name is Pish. And my name is Austin. This is my co-host. And as always, we are so happy to have you in the new year. Happy New, happy new, new year. year, everyone. We hope you all had an amazing Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, everything else, day. I can we say hope it was amazing for you. This is what I can say. A lot of people don't like the holidays. I love the holidays. They're stressful. I, I love the holidays personally. I love being festive. I love putting on Christmas lights and trees and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But when it's done, it's such a relief. Oh, yeah. And I'm so happy that it's done. Yeah, it. absolutely. I mean, I just went on a little uh, vacation here, too. And, and it's always nice to get that, that reset. Oh, well frozen here. I don't know what happened. We'll keep going. So our topic today is setting new year's resolutions, staying sober in the new year, how to set new year's resolutions and how to actually stick to them. Mm-hmm. So Pesh, where do you want to, you want to jump in here and, and, uh, well, yeah. so what, did, what does the term new year's resolutions actually mean to you? And is it, does it have any special significance at all? It's funny, I was thinking about this, like, when it comes to dieting and things like that, like, a lot of people say, well, since it's the holidays, I'm just going to indulge. I'm just going to eat lots and lots, and then once it becomes the new year, I'm going to be a good boy or a good girl, and I'm not going to overindulge anymore. Mm -hmm. Are we good? Well, we're we're live on that, at least. Yeah, yeah. we're good. We're good. Just technical. So, I mean, speaking from experience, like, often, you know, it starts right around, right after Halloween. You want to yeah. like eat well, or, or not eat well, but you have the candy, and then after the candy well, comes Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the biggest meals of the year. All the biggest meals. Favorites. And then, then the holidays come, and you go to Trader Joe's, and they have the Joe's O's cookies. I don't Trader Joe's. Tra- Joe's O's cookies. I haven't had those, but everything else that they have is good. Addictive. I had a baked corn from there recently. Oh, everything from there is good. So anyway, so you start looking towards the resolution. Does anyone ever keep a resolution? I don't know. Do the gyms get packed? Yes, they do. For, do for, they stay for about packed? one month. For yeah. about one month. Do they stay packed? No, they don't. They make a lot of business. Regardless, um, in the recovery community, what I've been hearing lately is a lot of people say treat um, every day like a New Year's resolution. It's a great quote to look by. It's really cool, though. What I noticed is, is in my community, I, I noticed a lot of people that actually got sober on the first of the, of you know, well, it, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I was going to ask that question, too. Do you, do you typically see a lot of people make Lots. the decision at the beginning of the year to stay sober? More than get sober. More than average. Yeah, more than the other. So it's probably like eight or nine different people in one room take birthdays, uh, and they stay sober. So, yeah, I mean, a resolution can be a resolution, depending on how you want to go about it. But it's always nice to start a new, fresh year. I don't know that 2019 was all that appealing or attractive. Right. I think 2020 is going to sound more... Yeah. yeah, and it, do you think it's just because so, of, of that the idea of setting new intentions, new year, new you, you know, all of this stuff? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But it, I mean, it never hurts, you know. I, I myself, I want to eat better this year. I want to work out more. I obviously, I already stay sober, so that's like something that I don't have to try to do. I, I really, you know, my yeah. intentions are just keep staying sober. Good, I believe in you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I certainly have some of my own too. If, if anyone's watching or listening, we'd love to hear some of your New Year's resolutions too. If you, if you feel like sharing, yeah, let us know where you guys any, reach anything. out. From. Yeah, any any New Year's resolution. Yeah, what you got going set, Whether whether you're trying to get sober, or you're trying to get in shape or back into shape or eat better or drink yeah. more water or anything like that. Yeah, uh, let us know. We got one already. What's up, Christian? I hope you have an excellent year. Thank you very much, Khaled. Hello. Good man. I'm sure. So. Um, setting New Year's resolutions uh, and just setting new intentions in general. I mean, yeah. what what's your opinion on how to? I mean, there's always going to be failures and setbacks, but what what in your opinion are, are some of the things that people can do to set intentions and actually stick to them? Goal setting. I think when it comes to it, set goals, see what you want to do. You know, whether you want to be ambitious, whether you. Uh, have been having a problem with alcohol or with, uh, with using. Mm -hmm. uh, if you think you can do it in moderation, or if you think you want to quit, try to just set short-term goals. You know, go for a day, mm -hmm. go for a week, see how that works out. If you can't, then perhaps try to get out. Of, you know, try to get some help. You know, try if, if need be. One day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> so, what about? What are some of the the, have you ever kept a New Year's resolution? Let's start with that. So have you ever set any and, and kept that? I I remember I stopped eating sugar one New Year's for res mm -hmm. as a New Year's resolution. I went about 10 months without sugar. Mm -hmm. I lost weight. It was really good. Eat healthy, no meat. Yeah. Love it, Andrea. That's something. Actually, in this No meat? Week, I think I might be going vegetarian. vegetarian. I really want to go vegetarian. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I really do. So wanting to and actually doing it. Or two talk, different things. Talk to Taylor. He'll give you some good advice. Taylor's a major vegetarian. Yeah. He's vegan. He's yeah. He's vegan. Yeah. And he and he's a he does weightlifting competition. Yeah. He's a good guy to talk to about. Yeah. 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 Okay. So oh, we got some more comments. Keep them coming. Journal and meditate daily. That's something I'd like to do too. I like that a lot, um, Andrea. Yeah. That's um, Andrea. Let's do it together. Let's let's tackle this together. We'll we'll both journal and meditate daily. <laughs> Hold each other accountable. I love the intention versus resolution because first time you fail, resolution is over. Intentional is room for improvement. This year, I'm working on being better today than I was yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Also, if anyone's watching and you have any questions about setting new goals, new intentions, New Year's resolutions, let us know. Um, maybe we can offer some advice or some some help in that. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes, obviously, because our show is The Sober Grind, mm -hmm. when it comes to sobriety, and um, I really like what Tina said as far as the intention. Yeah. So if you intend on wanting to get better, you know, as, as long as you make attempts, that's great. Some of the things that I've seen that are beautiful um, in this new year, into this transition into the new year, there's a couple of different things. On one end, I'm seeing a lot of people that... Um, Kind of have rebirth. They mm -hmm. they are newly sober, getting newly sober. Some of them have gotten a few years. Some of them have multiple years, and they started on a new year. So that was great. But I've also seen some very sad things. And uh, more recently, just recently, uh, lost a friend. You know, just found out, got the news this morning that he overdosed. And sadly, I'm so sorry. Here, it, yeah, it's, it's sad. Overdosed and died. Sadly, um, I was just having lunch with him a month ago, right and um, he was a new friend. He was in the recovery community. He was actually working in recovery, but uh, 
to hear the news that, you know, right into the new year, he has passed away. And just seeing his Facebook wall and seeing all yeah. the friends so and people that say, like, it never he, gets easy. he helped them. Yeah, it never gets easy. But, you know, it's it's all about the intention. Like, just not a lot of people hold on to New Year's resolutions. And why should it be on the New Year's? Again, going back to what we said before, you can make goals every single day or at the beginning of the week or whatever and try to just short-term goals. If you can keep short-term goals to yourself, if you can go a full day without eating sugar, you could probably go a full day without doing drugs, mm -hmm. right? So um, it depends on the person. And if you don't know how to do that, then seek other people out that and see how they do it. You know, mm -hmm. sort of like a vegetarian. If I wanted to become a vegetarian, what's the best thing for me? To surround myself with other vegetarians and see how they uh, resist from eating meat. Because I love me some red meat. I love me some chicken, but if it's not good for me, if my cholesterol goes up, well, then I better, you know, stop eating that stuff. Same goes for drugs and alcohol. I used to love doing drugs and alcohol to a certain extent until I didn't love it anymore. Mm -hmm. And how did I have to quit by surrounding myself with people that had quit too? Yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a, a great resource um, to connect with other people that are going through the same thing uh, in the drug and alcohol space, uh, and even ask for help, we have the Ask an Addiction Specialist group. Uh, you can either type it in above or we have the... Um, link in the description of wherever you're watching or listening to this. Ask an addiction specialist. It's an awesome community of of uh, <coughs> types. Thanks. Of uh, of people that are that are going through recovery or, or seeking support and want to ask uh, help from actual professionals. It's it's an amazing resource. Yeah. And that's that's why it's it was created is is to be helpful and, and connect people. Hmm. So, where do we go from here? I know that um, one of the things that I we can call it a resolution or I could just say an agreement with myself is that I want to go above and beyond mm -hmm. and help more people than I did last year. I love that. I, I, it's just what I want to do. I, I think it's a, a beautiful thing that even though we lose some friends, mm -hmm. uh, I've in just the last couple of days um, had some people come back into my life that I hadn't heard from in a long time that are making another attempt at getting well and they're reaching out and they're, um, wanting to connect, which, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, the, opposite, the opposite of addiction is connection. Mm -hmm. So if a person is in their disease and they're out there and we lose them in the abyss of addiction, um, once they actually reach out and want help or just want to reconnect, that's what it's all about. And when I see, like right now, I've gotten communication again with a kid that I've known for seven years that has been struggling, struggling, struggling. I saw him seven years ago. He was at a house I was running in Newport Beach. We were walking on the beach. And he said, I don't really have a problem with drugs. All I do is smoke blunts. I just miss smoking weed. I'm like, I understand. More power to you. Sometimes I miss smoking weed too. Although, when I smoke weed, my mouth gets kind of dry. So I want to drink something. So I'll drink mm -hmm. some liquor. And then all of a sudden, I want to go all night long. And then mm -hmm. I'll go to the heavier stuff. So, as you know, now that poor kid, I watched him throughout his life go from just being a blunt smoker to eventually uh, getting into meth and then heroin oh, and all these different things and shooting yeah. dope and things. And now he's newly sober and he's at a treatment center in Texas, but he's reconnecting with me. And mm -hmm. it's really nice because his mom had called me about a month ago. Well. Yeah, he's reconnecting. It's just a good thing. So it's all about helping, you know, and that's that's the thing. I um, Another thing is um, I think people have the opportunity, you know, into this new year to rise above. Uh, I, I deal with a lot of a lot of people that are in recovery that don't really know if they want to be in recovery. 
Mm. The and the pain is in the resistance. Yeah. When you resist, how, how do you switch that mindset? What I do is is I when I'm talking with them, like I try to show them how they are shortchanging themselves, mm. but also empower them and letting them know um, what they're capable of as long as they give it their all. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, you know, it doesn't always work with all of them, obviously, but hopefully one of them, you could turn a switch on inside of them and let them know that they can rise above. A lot of people live on a surface level. Mm -hmm. You know, people that are new in recovery live on a surface level. It's like all they know is they're based, based off of what they've been living off of their old ideas and then they start uh, congregating with other people that are newly sober and their old ideas kind of all adjoin and then they get have these unhealthy alliances and if only one of them rises above and says, you know what, I don't want to talk that way anymore. I don't want to glorify drugs anymore. I don't miss the drugs anymore because I know my crisis that brought me into recovery in the first place. They can rise above and say, I don't want to do that. I don't want, I'd rather surround myself with old timers or people that have some time sober and see what they've done because obviously they have good lives and my life wasn't working out so well to the point where I had to actually like seek recovery. It's all about, you know, making those type of resolutions. That's the way you, if you really want a resolution, the, the ultimate success is if you stay sober. And I often tell them you, you can do anything. You can move mountains. Mm -hmm. You can move mountains if you're in recovery, as long as you keep the substances out of your body. The second that you put the substances in your body, it's right back to, you know, to point zero, you know, ground zero, whatever you want to call it. But I'm saying you ruin your life all over again. And um, I would hope that this year I see more people get sober, stay sober, as opposed to the massive amounts of people that we've been seeing overdosing. It's very mm -hmm. sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Well, I, that's that's such a, a noble intention and resolution. Um, if you don't mind my asking, what are, what are some of the things that you want to do to see that out? I want to be more active in the community. I want to raise more awareness. I want to get out there and talk to schools, to kids in schools, to, mm. um, you know, we, we're going to be doing some stuff at the college campuses. Mm -hmm. We'll be sitting, you know, sitting in on some, obviously, some panels and booths and things like that. But we just raise awareness. Yeah. We need to let people know. Like, not only is there a major epidemic and a huge problem, great, fine. We already know all that, but there's solutions to the problem. Mm -hmm. And are we going to sit in the problem or are we going to be in the solution? That's the, the key to it. So I want to get out and about. I want to talk to more people. I want to go to institutions and churches and anywhere I can to, to just, you know, share the message of recovery and let people know that help is possible. For the longest time when I was using and drinking, I was too afraid to ask for help. Mm. Um, I don't know what it was, like this false sense of pride and ego that, I thought I would look weak if I actually have to reach out and ask for help. And it's just not that way anymore. Mm -hmm. These days, it's like so many people are getting loaded and so many people's lives are going down the tubes as a, as a result of drugs and alcohol, maybe for many different reasons, economical reasons. It could be um, for political reasons. It could just be because people um, have a lot of trauma, you know, and if they don't seek the help, then they're, they're stuck. You know, or they're they're on their way to death. It's a slow suicide. Mm. Yeah, got some other questions here. Keep them coming. Love the podcast. Always love you, Tina. Man. Thank you so much. Love you, Tina. So proud of how far you've come, Erica. Thank you, Erica. Tej is is an amazing man. 
I'm glad I know him. <laughs> so, what else can we talk about in the space of, of new new year, new me, new you, new resolutions, new intentions? I would like to see more people, like I said, the opposite of addiction, disconnection. Mm. I would like more people to connect and reconnect. Mm. If you've been in recovery in the past and you fell down and you bruised your knee, but your heart's still pumping and your lungs are still breathing, come back. Come back and surround yourself with us. Let us be with you. Um, we, you know, I, I feel like uh, a lot of people have lost their purpose in life. Mm. Some in recovery, some out of recovery, some that don't even need to try recovery. Yeah. But it's all about having a purpose. And, and I feel like, um, you know, it's really interesting. Like I, my girlfriend has a son, he's 11 years old. And I see so many of my old traits in this kid, the things that I used to do as a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes sneaky, sometimes, sure. but he's a brilliant young man, you know. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that uh, without proper guidance, there's a great possibility, a great chance that, that kid might go down the wrong path. So my purpose, I feel like even if I don't have, he's not my own child, is to be an example for him and to show him like the wrongs and rights. I, I saw this book the other day, as, uh, it was, it was here actually on campus. It said, uh, how to avoid having your child become a, uh, a drug addict or addicted to drugs. And um, it's like, you really can't avoid that stuff because all it takes is for one kid to be in school and sure. to, you know, see some other cool kid have something and they start experimenting together and then they get their hands on other stuff. So I mean, you can't avoid that. Kids are going to be curious. Kids are going to go through phases. Some of them become addicts. Some of them don't yeah. become addicts. Some of them do really well in school. Some of them don't do so well in school. Some of them hide out behind the school. Anyway, regardless of that, I, I want to be able to be effective in people's lives. I, I feel like I've found my purpose, and I, I encourage others to find their purpose. What is your purpose in life? Like, what do you, if you're in recovery, are you just existing on the surface level and you just, you know, hang around with some a, few, a select few people, or can you be more effective towards other people? I would hope that more people get out there and help more people. Because, you know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed, and if we also, um, you know, if they're too afraid to ask for help, are we reaching out and trying to help people? If you've been in recovery before, and you, you're still on the fence, and you're not sure if you want to stay sober, see if your life's been working out for you. See, and it doesn't even matter if you have a job or if you're, functioning like a functioning addict alcoholic see what's going on on the inside if you really really want help there's help out there you can call me if you have somebody who's struggling call me you know like i was uh called in last night to talk to a mother who was referred to me by the person who wanted to stay anonymous they didn't they referred me but they didn't want me to know who they were which is great fine i understand or i don't understand Regardless, but the mother, when I went and sat with her, she was telling me about how educated and smart her son is, but that he's suffering from addiction, and, or at least she's she's getting all the hints of him suffering from addiction. So I want to do an intervention with him, or at least kind of put something together to help the, the guy. Um, either way, like I, my whole resolution this year is to expand on helping, expand mm -hmm. on going and um, getting people the help that they need. Um, and just, you know, providing a safe space in the recovery community for people um, so that they can come in and, and, and trust and learn to retrust and build trust. I love it. That's so amazing. And I'm, I'm positive you're going to continue helping a lot of people. 
Thank you. Uh, the last thing that I, I want to um, discuss here, I mean, firstly, if you if you are trying to get back into recovery or get into recovery the first time or, or help a loved one, you can always reach out to Pej, myself. You can call Beginnings Treatment Centers at 800-387-6907, uh, 24 hours a day, and you will get someone that understands what you're going through and, and can help uh, point you in the right direction. I want, we could go down a, a rabbit hole here on yeah. this topic, but since you brought it up, I want to address it a little bit of finding your true life's purpose. It's often not as simple as asking yourself, what is my true life's purpose? Right. Because sometimes you need to experience life and ex experiment and, and do new things right. and try new things to see what, what you like. What are some quick things that you would recommend uh, to people that are just lost and, and don't know what to do, have have no passion, and are looking for a true calling? I think um, being of service, in any way possible, being of service, um, going above and beyond, getting out of self, being self-centered and selfish is, whether you do drugs or not, makes a person self-consumed and and kind of it's a useless life. I think that if a person spends too much time being selfish by themselves, eventually they're going to get tired of themselves. Mm. So um, I say this often to a lot of the guys that I work with and um, is when you wake up in the top of the morning, um, think about how you could be of service to some other people. Go out in the world, do five random acts of kindness, whatever that may be, and don't talk about it. Don't go tell people I did this. Don't say I held the door for her or I yeah, helped that old lady with her groceries. Don't film a, a video on Facebook of you giving a hundred dollar bill to a homeless. To a homeless, family. yeah. <laughs> Just do it out of the kind so of, much Yeah, a, a great humility builder is you know, if you want self esteem, you do esteem of last. Go out and do stuff for people and don't talk about because the second you have to talk about it, it doesn't count. But the more that people do things like that, I think the universe just flows better. You know, it is like, it's a beautiful thing to see people be of service and, and do it without, there's so many times, so many different things that I've witnessed where people do things anonymously and they, they, they'll contribute in some way anonymously without having to broadcast that they were part of it or, or, or brand or stamp their name right. as, as a charitable contributor. When people actually do things without uh, recognition or validation, I think those are the most humble people and learn a lot from those people. And I think if we had more people like that in the world, we'd probably have a more peaceful world that just grooves better. I love it. Keep grooving, everybody. Happy New Year's to all. Happy New Year to all. All y'all. All y'all. Anything else we want to discuss? I think we're good. I think we're good. Happy New Year. Welcome Happy back New everybody. Year's. And we will see you next week on Sober Grind. Sober Grind.